The podcast you are listening to is a part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinesstudios.com. Welcome to Quadruple Z, a podcast where we watch, read, listen, click, and consume so you don't have to. Hi everyone, this is Tabs. This is Kim. This is Garrett. And we're just bringing you a review of Chuck Season 2, Episode... I totally forgot. 16. 16, Chuck versus the Lethal Weapon. And according to DVD.com, this is the episode where Cole Barker escapes Fulcrum with new information. Sarah and Casey go looking for a man that seems to be behind Fulcrum's plans to build its own intersect, forcedly leaving Chuck and Barker in a safety bunker as Fulcrum is still actively searching for them. Meanwhile, Morgan cannot find a way of telling Anna that he wants to move in with Chuck instead of her, so Lester and Jeff are encouraging him to find a way of repulsing her, because that always ends well. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. I I kind of feel like we should just chat quickly about the repulsing thing because it's hilarious. <laughs> um, they uh, they work hard to figure out a way to repulse Anna, and uh, Morgan just trumps up everything that he can do. <laughs> and uh, like one of the things he does is he m- wants her to sign a contract. A moving in contract, like yes, a prenup. A prenup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he indicates that he, uh, you know, like one of the things is all about string cheese. No other cheese is allowed in the house. Which is a horrible rule. <laughs> Evil no Morgan. kidding. Seriously, all cheese bears, you know, consideration. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Gouda on the weekends. Oh, Gouda on the weekends. That's right. <laughs> But anyway, um, it's it's very entertaining, and of course, you know nothing but Lester and Jeff could make it even more hilarious. Yeah, it's so. funny because it's like it's one of those moments where you could have just told her the truth. You know, she found the lease that was meant for Morgan and Chuck, and he could have just said, you know, well, Chuck really wants to move out with this whole craziness with Sarah's, you know, whatever. But. No, he can't tell her the truth. He <laughs> we have to have a crazy scheme to get around it. Yeah. Because so. complicated makes things makes yeah, cuz complicated makes things more fun. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, and then we have the A plot, Cole. Yeah. And Fulcrum. Fulcrum. He and fought off nine Fulcrum agents. <laughs> because he's that badass, people. Yes. And uh, he and we have at the beginning. It's hilarious. Chuck is like nine. Really, nine? Are you sure it was nine? Aren't you maybe chumping that up a little? <laughs> and, it's, and then it, it's funny because you know Chuck still doesn't know that Sarah really turned him down. Um, and Chuck, you know, he wants to be this cool guy. He wants to be the super spy. He wants to be, you know, his alter ego person and. And Cole is all of those things. And Cole is mm-hmm. smooth and suave with the ladies and manly and not whimpering, whining when he gets tortured. And mm-hmm. um, so Chuck is extremely jealous. And that, that dichotomy between their two characters 
is hilarious because I think both of them want to be each other in a, a little bit of a way. Cole wants to have that that person that really cares about him, and um, I think he'd like a little bit of a normal life. And Chuck wants to be this suave, you know, 007 person. Mm-hmm. And uh, Casey doesn't help matters because there's a lot of like after they got tortured in the last episode, um, you know, Sarah's helping Cole and and Chuck is just sort of like whimpering in the background and and Casey makes a comment about how, well, you know, you could either be a whimpering whiny guy or you could, you know, take it mm-hmm. and and Chuck is like, I think that she'll like me for being who I am. And, and Casey's like, yeah, I think he's uh, being a little more successful because Sarah's like hanging all over him. Yeah. So Chuck is already feeling super insecure about all of that. And uh, and then, of course, Cole comes back. So <laughs> The debonair hardcore MI6 agent. Yes. So they go to find information about the man who seems to be behind Fulcrum's plans, and um, and Chuck and uh, Cole are supposed to be there back co- coaching them mm-hmm. through it, and they're both just openly competing for Sarah at this point. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it it somebody pointed out um, to me once. You know, it's just weird because. Here Cole is, this this super guy, and he just seems really sweet at some points. Um, but he keeps going after Sarah, who keeps telling him, no, it's never going to happen. And, uh, you know, love makes you do the wacky, I guess. And just, come on. She said no. Get over it. <laughs> He's not going to. Yeah. Very sad. Um, but... This I I really enjoy Cole. I hope that he comes back at some point because mm-hmm. he does bring that that um, the tension with with Chuck and Sarah, and he shows that Sarah's not interested in another super spy like Bryce, not interested in a super spy like Cole. She really loves Chuck for who Chuck is. Yeah, um, and we get to that at the end. She sort of flat out says, "Yeah, get over it," mm-hmm. <laughs> and Cole kind of points out to her, you know, you're not really treating him like you should be treating him. Yeah. <clears throat> so not you clearly how, not have feelings. Yeah, not how she's feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, no, not like how she's supposed to as an agent. Oh, yes. So, um, then, and there's, um, of course, a whole bunch of really interesting stuff about the intersect in this episode. It, uh, Turns out they, when they're doing some digging, they find out that Fulcrum wants to build its own intersect, mm-hmm. which it sort of already has. Um, well, that was the that was the whole setup with the suburbs. Was they were mm-hmm. they were trying to get this thing up and running. They were trying to find people that that would could take the information. Um, and this is you know this is the overall arching plot of this season, which yes. I think was was fantastic. Because, of course, if your enemy had a intersect, why wouldn't you want an intersect? <laughs> exactly. Right. And it's really neat and well done. And so there's a guy that they, a scientist, that, that everybody's sort of chasing after. And he is um, one of the, the people that worked on the intersect, the first intersect to begin with. So um, Chuck is 
really dying to find this guy because he realized that if he can find the people who built the center sect, they might be able to get it out of his head. Yeah, and that's that's been a <coughs> a series overarching idea is, you know, maybe if I get this out of my head, I can go back to my normal life or go back to a better life now that I know that I can be more awesome. Exactly. Um, so. So yeah, and he finds the the guy, and then he learns at the near the end of it, he sort of learns of the name Orion. Orion. Woo to do. One of my favorite quotes from the series comes from this episode. It's it's Casey. He says, "We're dead. Bartowski's got a gun." <laughs> yes yes there's also another hilarious bit where um because chuck tries to, he has the gun because cole makes him carry one and he tries to bring he lunch into the room to try to save sarah and casey and uh manages to get his foot caught on the windowsill <laughs> and so he winds up with like a, a fractured foot because of it yes. and at the end of it like when they're debriefing Casey explains to the agents that yes yes he did get injured by a windowsill <laughs> other people are like shot or yeah it was it was the window <laughs> and he was loving every minute of telling them uh-huh. yes <laughs> I do like when he shoots a um, bus gang he goes he goes you're the guy that shot me and Chuck goes it was an accident, I swear. It was the first time I've ever handled a gun and the first time I shot someone. Clearly, those two things must be connected in some way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it and uh, the whole thing with Anna, and I just wanted to smack Morgan most of the time, um, and Chuck kind of tells him, you know, this is, you're going yes. to realize too late that you lost her, you know, lost the catch of a lifetime. And of course, Lester, the obviously you know, wise one, <laughs> not, <laughs> goes, counterpoint, she's not the catch of a lifetime. She's a scheming tart who will harvest your organs and sell them to the highest bidder. And of course, Jeff in the ma- in the background is also saying, yeah, and once you're done with her, I think she'll date me. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. that's going to help. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it is funny. That's a great speech from, from Chuck when he says, Jeff, or when he says, Morgan, she wants to be with you in spite of the fact that you are you. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I think definitely bears uh, thinking about in that's, Morgan's case. That's the, ultimate, that's the ultimate test of a relationship is does that person want to be with you when they know who you really are and they still want to be with you and hang out with you and you know, live with you. And, <laughs> and if you're someone like Morgan, it's more important than, yes. than other things. Yes. So. And she's hot. Some... No on. kidding. It's insane. I don't know why she's dating him. <laughs> Something I actually noticed about the relationships with, with, um, with Anna and Morgan and Chuck and Sarah. Thank you. Um, is that, um, they seem to kind of follow each other. So when Chuck kind of has a dip, Morgan sort of mm-hmm. has a dip, and then things mm-hmm. kind of just sort of follow each other. And Morgan is always saying stuff that would like pertain to the relationship, and in normal cases would seem insignificant, but mirrors exactly what's going on with Chuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I had noticed that that their their relationships seem to be tumultuous at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It does kind of make sense. I think Morgan almost almost creates that himself, you know, because he just he worships Chuck and I think that he would do anything for Chuck, including yeah. get rid of Anna and get whatever. He yeah. would change every aspect of his life. Well, just the mere fact that, that Morgan's like, you know, he doesn't go to Chuck and say, hey, would you be cool with me moving in with Anna instead of you? Um, that just shows, you know, that his his relationship with Chuck is always going to be first. His friendship with Chuck is, you know, because they, they pretty much lived their entire lives together. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even though Chuck is is growing and kind of moving away from that in the series, you know, Morgan's still there going, no, we do everything together. We do holidays. We're in the same costume together, you know, that kind of thing. So. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that cow costume. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, And I think that's pretty much it for this episode, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another great episode. We had our allusions to Star Wars and the Laugh It Up uh, fuzzballs and allusions, allusions, allusions. And, of course, an obvious homage to Lethal Weapon. Um, yes. Although the- they don't say I'm too old for this stuff. Yeah, they should. <laughs> I'm too old for this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, another great episode and a great series. And we're coming, you know, it, just more and more pieces to the, the final puzzle. Woohoo. Exciting stuff. <laughs> so, join us next time and we'll talk more Chuck or other TV shows that you love. Bye! Bye. Quadruple C is a podcast about books, CDs, movies, TV, and anything else we love in 15 minutes or less. Be sure to stay subscribed and check out our blog. Stay tuned for more episodes. If you want to get a hold of us, please send emails to betweenthelinestudios at gmail.com or visit our website at quadruplec.com and leave a comment. Quadruple Z is released under Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivative Work, 3.0, United States License.